When it comes to retirement planning, you literally can't afford to procrastinate. You have to be prepared for any possible financial challenge. Let's make sure that you're ready for retirement. It's time for the Retire Ready Podcast with Kyle Hammersmith, investment advisor, representative, and founder of Mocan Wealth Management. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. It's Retire Ready with Kyle Hammersmith here to talk with me about breaking up. Uh, navigating the transition to possibly a new financial advisor. So was that song, Breaking Up is Hard to Do? Who did that? Was that Elton John? I can't remember who did that. <laughs> I think you're asking the wrong guy for that. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that this week on the podcast, go through some things to, uh, you know, just kind of talk around this subject for folks who maybe have been working with somebody, especially if they've been there for a while, but they realize that there's just, you know, it's just not the right fit anymore for whatever reason. So we're going to get into that with Kyle this week. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing well. So I think, well, it's been about two weeks, so we went. We were able to go on a little uh, vacation for our five-year anniversary. We actually went to Coronado Island for about three days, so we were able to escape the kids. This was our first time actually traveling away from all three of them, oh. and then just our, our first vacation in general for a couple of years without the kids, so it was good to get away. We nice. were able to lock in lock in some, some uh, family and nanny to come over and watch the kids and take turns, and then... Uh, yeah, we enjoyed that. So. Nothing, nothing wrong that's with a little uh, little mom and dad time, you know, exactly. away from the kids. So that's good, and it's good for it's good. It's healthy for the kids too. Healthy for the adults. So good. I'm glad you guys had yourself a good time, and and you didn't get into too many fights. So it sounds like breaking up was not on your docket. So that's good. <laughs> My <laughs> wife and I, our last vacation, we went to Aruba last uh, last fall, I believe, and we got into an argument. I was like, seriously, are we really going to argue in this beautiful setting? You know, so it's like, all right, let's stop. So we, you know, patched it up yeah. and, and moved on forward. Can't, it's like, don't want to do that. Kansas City just got their new airport done this year. So that was our first time being able to experience that one. Oh, okay. Kind of nice. cool. Yeah, very so. cool. Well, let's get into the topic this week. Uh, by the way, it was Neil Sadaka, for those who know and they're listening, that sang that song. So now I've answered my own question. I looked it up real fast. Uh, but uh, that way I don't get any messages saying, you got the wrong person. It wasn't Elton John. It was Neil Sadaka. All right. So let's get into it. First, we need to understand the reason, Kyle, we might want to be changing advisors. I, I mentioned one, right? Often it's usually just... You know, we've seen emails, we get emails, stuff, stuff like, hey, my advisor never talks to me about, you know, Social Security or something like that. You, you're starting to identify and see that maybe that's just they're not looking at everything you need, right? Correct. I mean, it could be, I mean, there's, a, I've read a lot of different studies out there, just like upfront, like there are a good chunk of people out there that really don't need an advisor. And then you have some people that hire an advisor for the wrong reasons, and then they're never happy about it. And they're constantly changing and chasing something that really doesn't exist because their uh, expectations are, are unrealistic. Um, and then you have a handful of those people that are really want the advisor. They, they need the advisor. They found the advisor, but maybe they're not properly educated and it's not a good fit up front. Um, yeah, it, there's a, a variety of different reasons. And I've come across that because I mainly teach my retirement courses or workshops and come across people, you know, have a lot of my clients are coming from other advisors because for all these reasons we're about to talk about. So. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. Well, okay. So if you've figured out, you know, I, I'm thinking I need to get a new one. And, and again, many advisors offer, you know, uh, consultations, you know, complimentary because people need second opinions, right? They need to kind of just find out, am I in the right spot? Is this the right new person for me? So on and so forth. So investors should understand the consequences of switching an advisor. So what are some of the consequences, Kyle, that people have to go through if you do pull that trigger? One of the, I don't want to say it's a consequence. This is like the emotional roller coaster. Okay. 
everyone's situation is different, but I, I found a lot of people that just have like this false loyalty to their advisor, whether they've been with them for like a year or 20 years, they, they can't pull the trigger. It's almost like they, they can't make that business decision. Even, even if all signs are pointing, like you need to make the transition to a different type of advisor for the next part of your life. Mm-hmm. They really, they really just can't do it. Um, now financial or legal implications. I mean, I can't think of any legal implications unless you have some, some unique investments that, you know, could be within your, portfolio um but like financially yeah there could be some implications if you're going to the wrong advisor is there any kind of uh paperwork kinds of things that we need to do if we're doing that obviously are we moving moving yeah there's going to be a lot of paperwork involved as far as like opening new accounts getting new you know fee agreements signed and all that fun stuff and you have to change custodians so really a a lot of that heavy lifting that's going to be done by the advisor getting everything prepped for you and making the process like they should make the process easy for you and really you're just kind of being educated on it and signing off and gotcha. putting some initials Cause, in. Because you're like moving custodians of the money, that kind of thing. Yeah, right? I so. basically say, you know, depending on where your money is custodian, you, you might be able to keep it there and keep your account numbers or, you know, those moving containers that they're going to, we're going to come put it on your driveway and you're going to put your furniture in there. We're just going to move <laughs> it to, to your new house, right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, some of the financial implications, like some of the custodians might charge you, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 bucks to like close an account. Gotcha. But the nice part is a lot of that stuff's going to come over electronically. So your shares, you know, however you're investing now should come over the exact same way with your new relationship. Okay. So uh, next point here. So before deciding if you're going to move, you know, do you do this? Do you do yourself and your current advisor, the courtesy of certainly making sure you've evaluated that? Because why do you want to, right? If, If there's a possible red flag or something going on, or is it just because you're saying, oh, well, the, I didn't get as big a return as I thought, right? Make sure you're really evaluating it for the right metric, not just from a, a quick emotion. Yeah, I think there was a study. I don't know if it was like, it was like around 70% of people that work with an advisor aren't too impressed by their advisor or something like that, which is like really high. And then like the another astonishing number, but it was like 90% of them won't ever do anything though. They'll, they'll just stick with them, um, oh, that's which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I, did, I really do think it just kind of comes down to expectations and realistic expectations. It's really education. Like you have to understand that not all advisors are created equal. Like if you think really, if your honest decision was I, I picked an advisor because I aren't, aren't advised financial advisors supposed to be able to beat the stock market or something like that. Right. <laughs> like that is not something you should expect from your financial advisor. Literally nobody has a crystal ball. So yeah, I mean, we have like there's there's like these tools like you guys all have a lot of the same tools. Right. But it's about strategy and how you implement it. And also just about like, do you get a good feeling? Do you enjoy working with the person? Do you you know, what I mean, like who wants to go see someone that they just I don't know, that just rubs them the wrong way? Yeah, it's like I hired an advisor because they said they could beat the stock market. And I would basically tell that person you won't stick yeah. with them very long because yeah, right. they'll be happy when they aren't. And then when they're not, you're going to find the next person that's going to promise better returns and you're yeah, going to keep exactly. Obviously you want to grow your money smart, but it kind of just comes down to executing the strategy. Like, you know, you don't have to beat the stock market by beating it every single year. Like maybe yeah. you just have less risk or whatever it is, whatever the strategy is, I think taking an educated approach, but then also finding somebody like specifically we work with pre-retirees. So they want someone that can offer more than just their pie charts and investments. They want someone that's going to incorporate tax planning and income planning and exactly. conversions and social security and put it all to place and be that emotional support to kind of walk them through the do's and don'ts. And I've really just found that 
when someone's educated and actually learns about all the different stuff that has to go on versus just, Hey, I have my investment guy or gal. Um, that's typically when a change is made. Okay. So we're ready to make the change. We're looking for a new advisor. What's some questions to go through? I mean, obviously you need to start with credentials, I would think, right? Because you don't want to go work with someone who maybe is insurance only, for example, if you need things on you know, both sides. Maybe you need something in the stock market or equities or something like that, right? You want to make sure they've got the right, uh, you know, the cr- right credentials for what you're doing. You wouldn't go see a podiatrist, for example, you know, if you, if you get your arm cut off, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, right- credentials and... Uh- qualifications, all that stuff is really great, but it shouldn't be like the ultimate. No, no. But I mean, it's like, as as far as asking, like, like, where do you, where do I start? Right? Like find the right kind of, you know, type of person as far as like, what can they even do for you? And then you can start getting to the personality questions. Yeah. And I think in today's world, like the first place you should go is to that advisor or firm's website. Like within seconds, it should, you should be able to see what they do, who they do it for, Mm -hmm. what's the cost of all that. So everything should be on that advisor's website. If it's, if it's really hard to find out, like, hey, is this person a fiduciary? Hey, what do they do? Like, who do they work with? Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. then you're like, okay, well, you know, there could be something that's hidden here. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, you know, alphabetical suit behind someone's name could be important to you. It's not important to everybody. But just kind of what, what you should be looking for is like, who do you work with? How do you help them relieve this problem that they have? Right. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of like my clients in general have like a lot of the same concerns and problems they're trying to look at like tax efficient planning maximizing social security um you know avoiding max drawdown on their portfolios and that type of stuff um, yeah philosophies right i mean like if you if you go to sit in for somebody and they say you say hey what's your you know investing philosophy or what's your financial philosophy they're like let's grow 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 that sounds fantastic but what if you're more in the preservation stage of things and you're like well, i don't need to take a lot of risk and grow 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 i need to take minimal risk and be you know and have some safety or whatever. Yeah. Someone's like, I got this money that I saved up for 30 years. Like, how do I pull it out properly? Like, is there a certain order of way I should do it around my social security? Hey, I'm married. I want to. So it really just kind of making sure you're funding somebody that best fits like where you're at in your life. But they specifically like, you know, I'm not gonna say they're experts, but they have experience in doing that type of planning versus like, Hey, you know, we work with anybody and everybody that comes in the door and, you know, that could be a red to, flag, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe that's not what you're looking for at this point in your life, right? So, like a generalist versus a specialist. Type yeah, of yeah exactly. Yeah, back to that podiatrist kind of thing versus just a regular, you know, regular general doctor that you might go see when you when your arm hurts or whatever. Uh, yeah. All right. So you've decided you you know you found the right person. You've done some shopping. Uh, you've done some comparison. You've you've interviewed them. You know they've interviewed you. It's the good fit. So now we got to make the switch. Um, any kind of key elements here to think about. Obviously, the biggest one people struggle with is how to tell the old advisor they're moving on. I think for the oh, most yeah. part, people need to realize that it's just a business, right? I mean, most advisors are, are familiar with you know gaining new customers and losing customers. I'm sure you know they're going to be adult about it. So you just have to say, this is this is just I'm I'm making this change, and here's why, or whatever. Yeah, I think from my experience, like when I'm sitting down with someone, like it's usually like, hey, we've we've been thinking about this for a while, and you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I would always tell, I always tell my new clients that are coming from another place, at least, you know, give them that courtesy call. You don't have to go into detail, make it short and quick. Hey, this is a business decision. We're moving forward with someone else, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, what, what does that step look like? Really? The client doesn't have to initiate anything. Really. It's the advisor or the firm that should be getting everything prepped and making it as easy as possible Mm -hmm. for, um, for, for you, the client. 
so yeah, I mean, that's kind of really how that works moving forward. And like, once you've come to your new advisor, how should you evaluate like performance? Like, again, you shouldn't get into a relationship with an advisor to based upon strictly performance. I mean, I'll give you an example. Sure. Like if you just started with your advisor in January of this year and you're basing it off just performance, but you're, you're not actually factoring in like, well, Hey, yeah, the NASDAQ was coming off of 30% down, but now the NASDAQ's up 40 some percent. And you think like, Hey, I'm up 40% with my new advisor. This was the greatest decision ever. Mm-hmm. You can't like not forget like the past. Um, sure. So oh, yeah. per- per- performance is important. I mean, there are some advisors who promise the world out there and they're going to outperform the markets and all that fun stuff. But really it kind of comes down to what's the value add of working with your new advisor? Like what, what pain or stress did they relieve from your life? And they kind of educate you on that process. There you go. Yeah. And that's the key, right? So there's, it's all these different factors uh, in there. Obviously you want to make sure that you're getting the X's and O's done the way that you need to. But at the same time, the market, you know, is fickle. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. So it's about having all the other pieces of the strategy. And I like that. You know, which pain points are they helping you to alleviate to be able to have the retirement that you're looking for? So there you go. So that's the conversation this week on, you know, if you're trying to navigate that transition into a new advisor, you know, some good points to think about and walk yourself through. And if you need some help, you got some questions, reach out to Kyle as always. You can find him online at mocanwealth.com, M-O-K-A-N wealth.com. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like using. You can find that right there on the website as well under the podcast tab. And uh, if you need some help, just reach out to him, 913-257-3991. Kyle, thanks for hanging out and breaking this down. Looking forward to talking to you in a couple more weeks. Yep, appreciate it as always. Yeah, man. We'll see you next time here on the show. This is Retire Ready with Kyle Hammersmith. Investment advisory services offered by duly registered individuals through Creative One Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Creative One Wealth, LLC, and Mocan Wealth Management are unaffiliated entities. Licensed Insurance Professional. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. This material has been prepared for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for accounting, legal tax, or investment advice. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Insurance product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. We are not affiliated with any government agency.